Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Cannabis Connoisseur Podcast, where we talk about the medical benefits of cannabis. My name is Jack Stone, one half of the Cannabis Connoisseur Podcast. I am here with my lovely co-host, Mr. Ryan Chavez. How you doing, Ryan? Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back. Thank you, Jack. Jack has a new haircut. I love it. Yes. He actually he actually took all of them off. No more Looks dreads, great, guys. <laughs> Jack Stone is There's dreadless. There's a whole new Jack over here, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Yep. Love it. But uh, nope. thanks, yep. man. Going with the bald look. <laughs> <laughs> he bicked it, man. He bicked it. You guys got to see it. Let's go. <laughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> um, yeah, man. Uh, it's uh, great to be back. Jack, seeing you all, all done up here with your hair. I love it. Um, I try. Yeah, man. Uh, we we just want us to rate, subscribe, um, make sure you guys check us out on all the different avenues that we're at relevant. Um, you know, our website, the Cannabis Seat, uh, Instagram, all those great places. Charlotte's Web. We got to talk about Charlotte's Web too. Charlotte's Web CBD. Oh, check yeah. out their tinctures, yeah. their capsules, guys. We love them. They are awesome. The number one CBD company in the country. Charlotte's Web CBD. Check them out. The links are in the bio. Absolutely. Do go ahead and check them out. And then uh, you get that discount too, right, Jack? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Guys, Jack15, next time you do check out, get to your shopping cart, click the link below. We'll give you uh, the product options, the capsules, the uh, the droplet, like the little oils that go underneath your tongue. Guys, and, and these are awesome. Like, they're great. I know a lot of people have asked us, like, oh, man, my mom or my, my grandma or my dad or, like, they want to get into cannabis, but they're, you know, they're, 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 there's so much negative, like, uh, tones to it with THC. It's all good. Yeah. CBD is fine. CBD promotes homeostasis. It's good for you. Some of this, you know, it tastes great too. We got the peppermint flavor, the chocolate peppermint. There's the lemon. Like you can barely like even them. taste. It makes it easy to try these products. So there's the gummies. There's like the 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 um the drops and the uh, the the capsules. The link in our bio below, guys. Check it out and then uh, use Jack fifteen for fifteen percent off your next purchase. So good things, but that is. Let's talk. We're, we're talking about medical stuff today, right? We got some more yeah, medical man. stuff. We we're talking about yeah. an interesting topic that we've all had to deal with. You guys ever have that situation where you're like, oh man, my throat, or like you, that feeling where you just, or your stomach, it's just like that burning, like the, that real strong pain. You're like, oh man, what's going on? It Acid reflex. Right, Ryan? You ever have that? When's the last time you had acid reflex? Man, I probably had it fairly recent. I mean, I don't have it as bad as I used to, but I I was on medication for it for sure, man. Wow. And this is a topic that is near and dear to me. Uh, and I would argue that for sure cannabis has helped me wean myself off of my heartburn medication that I used to use. Um, because I had it all the time. And it was like, uh, you know, people that acid reflux is, is you know, it could just it's really just when. You know, you have a lot of bile and whatnot, a lot of hydrochloric acid in your stomach. Jack, do you know that your stomach can dissolve a nail? If you swallow a nail, the acids in your stomach that can dissolve is, it. I don't believe yes. that. Yeah. Hydrochloric acid. It, it's super – like just the acids in your stomach is, is ridiculous. So, um, That is – you know, what happens though is you have like a, a sphincter thing, right? Oh, God, that works. Um, and, and that opens up and it closes – and when it doesn't open and close at the right times, the acid goes up into your esophagus, and then it becomes an issue, and then you have acid reflux, right? So uh, this is a, something that happens to everybody, right? It happens to everybody, and some people just happens to more than others. For myself, I got to the point where I was on medication uh, because 
for me, it was on medication for everything. It seemed like, um, but for me, the, the acid reflux, um, it, it like it, it, uh, it just made me not hungry. Like mm. I could not get a craving for anything and everything kind of felt sour in my stomach. I almost felt sick all the time. Kind of like a, like a, it's like a weird feeling. I, it's very hard to describe. It's just a very, almost like nauseous feeling even too. Um, a lot of things happen when you when you get acid reflux, but the first thing is that burning that you get in your esophagus from the acid that comes up, and it's just not a pleasant feeling at all. And so, you know, it's an old-fashioned topic that we're talking about today, Jack, and so if you're eating breakfast, lunch, or dinner, uh, I wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> recommend waiting a little bit, possibly. Um, but again, uh, you know, this is just a way that, that we can uh, we can help other people you know, just get out of that. Now, Jack, I'm curious, have you ever had any of those symptoms at all? Like you ever eat like too fast and like you start getting, or is that just not happened to you? you uh, it's like, I feel like it's when you, I've, I've had times when I've, uh, I had one time when I was a kid, I remember waking up in the middle of the night, eight before bed, I was probably, probably garbage, like positive, like not garbage, but like just highly acidic foods. I think I had like pizza, like a lot of it, like pizza hut pizza, like the buttery, yeah. the delicious, but yet unhealthy, like a ton of like pizza, like late when I was a kid and like, Probably like yeah. 12 or 13, 14, something like that. I don't remember. And anyways, I woke up in the middle of the night. I'm like, oh, my God, my stomach. I need to go to the hospital. It hurts. And I was like crying, just being a big baby about it because I didn't realize, <laughs> you know, Tums or I think my, my mom or my dad gave me Tums or something back then. But it was like it was really, really bad Pepsi pain. Baseball. Yeah, it was intense, though. I felt like I was dying. Like it was in my stomach and the gut of my stomach. And I know and yeah. I've, I've had it before again. It's like I think I had like. I had a bunch of uh, um, later on in life. I think it was a teenager. I had like a ton of like it was like chili, and then later I had like pasta sauce and like all this stuff. It's it's yummy, but it's like it's highly acidic foods that you really want to avoid because I wasn't back then. I didn't understand this stuff. So yeah, um, mm-hmm. stay away from from that. Well, don't stay away. Obviously, these things are great. Everything in moderation. I think I was housing all these acidic foods in like one sitting. I think it was. A buffet or something, old country buffet. You ever, you ever hear that old yeah. country buffet? It's oh. similar to Golden Corral, these buffet what places. About Ponderosa. Ponderosa, that's another one. <laughs> Jesus, are these places are still one, open man. with COVID? When I, when I was when I was younger, I would go to Ponderosa, and I would go grab a plate and I would walk to the salad bar and just fill it with croutons. <laughs> and then I would come back. <laughs> Talk about like acid reflux. So boring. Going up in car- Out of croutons. all the food, you'd go with croutons. It's so boring. I, I love croutons. So and so I would fill the plate up. I would fill the plate with croutons. That's so weird. And my parents never like were like, why are you doing that? They let me do whatever I wanted to do. But like everybody else in the restaurant would just watch this like six year old kid walk around with like two huge plates of croutons. And then the one time I obviously dropped them and they fell all over and. You know, just one got another plate, but croutons, man. Uh, Ponderosa, all those places, yeah, they they're never the greatest place for your acid reflux, um, or to to help with that. But uh, there's so so in general, yes, the burning, the chest discomfort, regurgitation of that, you know, all that acidic acidy stuff. If it happens for more than two weeks, then you may have what's called gastroesophageal reflux disease, or better known to the to the population as GERD. Right? GERD. <laughs> GERD. Um, so I probably had GERD for a while, uh, I'm sure, um, because that's definitely what it felt like. But uh, yeah, it's again, uh, just to be clear, 
you have a muscle that's that's where your your stomach and your esophagus meet. There's a muscle there. It's a sphincter, and when that opens and that opens and closes to let food you know go back and to go down basically. But when it opens and you know you're bending over, you're leaning over, you're playing, you're lying down, whatever it is, and acid flies up through that thing. It's going to cause burning. It's going to cause a discomfort. It's it's going to cause all those things that we cause as acid reflux, right? Right. So. <clears throat> um, a lot of different causes we talked about. There's something called hiatal hernia, so you may have that. That's an actual physical displacement of that LES that can cause acid reflux, right? Um, that's one thing that, that, that may you know be something that you'd have to get fixed with surgery or whatnot. Right. Uh, eating large meals, laying down, that's behavioral, right? Like you mentioned, Jack, um, you know, being overweight uh, causes acid reflux. Eating a heavy meal and then bending down at the waist. So I don't know how my kids do it <laughs> without getting acid reflux. They're always you know, running around. Snacking too close to bedtime, eating citruses, garlic, onions, tomatoes, chocolate, alcohol, carbonated drinks, coffee, teas, smoking. If you're pregnant, this can cause it. And taking uh, aspirin, muscle relaxers, blood pressure medications. Some of your medications that you take may actually cause acid reflux as well, which is probably also what happened to me because I was on a lot of blood pressure medication, which I think eventually I know led to acid reflux, and that very well could be why, mm. um, along with all of my other behaviors that I mentioned in there that I was primed for that. <laughs> so uh, what I took as a treatment, what a lot of people take, are a medication called PPIs or H2 blockers. And what those do actually is they just shut off the acid secretion in your stomach. So if you're secreting acid in your stomach, it just shuts it off, right? Um, which is really helpful, right? And and then you know you don't get the damage that's reduced, that's caused by acid and all that stuff. Right. So the reason why we don't want acid reflux besides just the 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 um, discomfort that we get from it, right? right. Uh, is because you, you have different diseases that come as well. Esophagitis is one disease, and that's inflammation of the esophagus causing irritation or bleeding. That's like bleeding right here. It's horrible. Um, there's another uh, uh, thing, ailment called strictures. Mm -hmm. And what strictures are is scarring in the stomach or the esophagus so you can't swallow. All right. So it's actual like scarring that creates like a you know, reforms your esophagus basically so it's harder to swallow. And that's not good. And then you have Barrett's esophagus, which um, repeated exposure to stomach acid changes, uh, can change your cells into cancerous cells, right? So you don't want that either, and you don't want to have cancer in the esophagus or the, the throat. No nope, bueno. Yeah, so, so now we've talked about this enough. How does cannabis help, right? So that's where the rubber meets the road of the episode. And uh, just to start, cannabis has been found to treat so many GI disorders. Jack, I think you and I have talked about quite a few on the show in the past. All day. Um, <clears throat> yep, all, all the day. time, actually. Uh, poor appetite, acid mm -hmm. reflux, nausea. I mean, cannabis helps with all these things, right? Um, good overall health starts in your gut, right? And so that's the other thing. So if you want their, your overall health to just be in peak top condition, it all starts in your gut. And that's often why people tell you it starts with what you eat, right? Um so instead of a synthetic substance like something to help with heartburn, like a medication, uh, your body actually accepts cannabis as a natural whole food, right, instead of a synthetic substance. So this is just important when you're talking about maintaining maintaining a harmony within all those processes. Right. And, and the reason why this happens, again, and this is all coming down to the endocannabinoid system or your ECS. So, again, for those that are tuning in for the first time, Every single one of us has an endocannabinoid system, and that endocannabinoid system uh, is actually what 
makes cannabis work the way it does, right? So when right. the THC and CBD and, and all the other cannabinoids fit into the lock and key of those receptor sites in your endocannabinoid system, that's what makes you feel better, right? And that's typically what happens. So um, your body already has endocannabinoids that it creates, so you may just need to supplement when you're running low on cannabis. So if your endocannabinoid system is out of whack, and this is the endocannabinoid deficiency syndrome, you may get things like obesity, or you may get too hot or too cold, or you may uh, be too hungry or not hungry enough, right? Not have a big enough appetite, or in this case, your body may secrete more acid than it needs to. Right. So um, your endocannabinoid system is actually one of the largest receptor sites that you can find in your endocannabinoid system is in your GI tract. So this is huge. So your endocannabinoid system plays a huge role with all your digestive issues and your acid reflux as well. And this is one of the things that you've seen through a lot of the research. Um, your endocannabinoid system, uh, it reduces acid reflux because acid reflux is, is often a product of inflammation. And we already know that cannabis is incredibly effective with inflammation. Um, it increases your thresh, your pain threshold. Cannabis helps do that, right? So when you're when you're um, when you're having like you know any kind of discomfort from the acid reflux, the THC actually helps numb a little bit of that pain. And then the other thing that it does, and this is what I found most interesting about cannabis, uh, and I think that helped me, was that it reduces your stomach acid secretion, similar to how PPIs and H2s that we, I just talked about a second ago, which are common treatments that a lot of people take for acid reflux. Cannabis does the same exact thing, right? And this is, it stops that over secretion of the hydrochloric acid. So that I thought was really interesting. Um, and it also, this is another thing that's really interesting, that uh, interesting concept, and you gotta stay with me here. It affects esophageal relaxation. So <clears throat> THC has actually been found to decrease the rate of relaxation of your sphincter. So remember how we talked about that sphincter when it opens and closes is what causes food to possibly fly back up and cause the acid reflux. Now, if it's always constantly opening and closing, that's not a good thing. We don't want that. And there's a rate of relaxation that's causing that to happen. Now, if THC, what it does is reduces the rate of relaxation so your sphincter does not open and close as much, right? So that actually is going to assist with that acid not flying up into your esophagus, and so you won't get the acid reflux. So THC has been shown to actually do that, and so I have some of the studies that we'll, we'll um, post there as well. But um, <clears throat> I thought that was a really interesting concept. Obviously, also, um, you know, uh, just when they enter your gut, the CBD and THC, those receptor sites, when they hit them, it helps all the pain and the feel good, like all that, all those feelings kind of fly too. So we already know that it's in, uh, it's very effective for abdominal pain and treating that. Uh, we know that cannabis is effective for nausea. We know that it's effective for inflammation, which is a big part of what happens with acid reflux. The other thing, Jack, that I saw was really interesting um, that happens in acid reflux is very similar to what happens with COVID-19 pandemic is that cytokine storm. Mm. Right. That cytokine storm is when inflammation just starts going out of control and your body, your your immune system just kicks into overdrive. And that's why with COVID-19, people were heading to the hospital because their bodies weren't chilling out. They're just going into overdrive because of the cytokine storm. The same exact mini cytokine storm happens with acid reflux. So what that is a, a, a product of is inflammation. Right. It's all just inflammation. And so what cannabis does is it actually cuts off that storm from happening, which cuts off again, the acid from being released. And so you don't have the acid reflux to begin with. If you don't have the acid reflux, you don't get the scarring or, or the esophagitis or the Barrett syndrome, like none of that would happen. And then you just, you know, you maintain a healthy internal system from it. Um, 
stress and anxiety is the other thing that causes, uh, you know, acid reflux can be caused by stress and anxiety. And we know that cannabis helps with stress and anxiety. So cannabis, um, you know, I, I would say like vaping is a big way to utilize it just because it gives you immediate relief. Tinctures, obviously, if we don't want to vape is, is fast relief also, and it's effective. And tablets are very common, and that's for longer-term uh, relief. But not smoking. I would say smoking would actually um, would actually not help uh, your acid reflux. It would definitely hurt your acid reflux, uh, most likely. Some people may say not, but I would just wouldn't recommend. I would think vaping would be better. Vape your flower. Get a crafty plus and vape it. I would say. Right. But um, yeah, man. I'd say you know I know just my experience. Um, I think just because so much of this acid reflux comes from inflammation. Uh, you're going to want to utilize a high CBD uh, tablet, I would say, for long-term daily relief, maybe once in the morning and then once in the afternoon, and that just stays through throughout the day. And then I think there is a lot of use with THC. So I think having a one-to-one vape or fast-acting fast tincture uh, with THC, obviously, would assist with you know any of that breakthrough pains or any of those discomforts that would come you know, when you're utilizing or when you're trying to deal with acid reflux. Um, so, so I think, you know, something long-term high CBD and then couple that with like a, a balanced, um, or even if you want to use high THC, but balanced, uh, a ratio for breakthrough pain is pretty good. But, um, Jack, this is, I wanted this to be quick and, and, uh, you know, just a primer on, um, on acid reflux. Right. I know we've had a lot of people that have asked in the past and we haven't we we uh, we haven't done a topic on this. So I wanted to bring this up. That's a lot of what I have. Jack, I know I went through a lot. Do you have any comments? My, there was a lot there that went over my head. But uh, no, it's all helpful stuff, guys. I, um, you know, as to reflex uh, cannabis helps a little bit here and, you know, watch what you eat. I feel like it's part of it. Obviously, sometimes we can't. Well, there's no control. Um, I would stay away from acidic foods but at the same time hey, you know sometimes we just you know i know some people just have genetic um tendencies and their, their genetics makes it so that these things just happen so like it, there's not a lot so cannabis helps with it so all good things yeah. you guys rock do it what else we just got uh i was gonna call you jack what else we got ryan <laughs> bouncing back and forth uh, here. well i don't have i think that's it man i um I just want to make sure that we went over all the basics. I, I think it's important to understand why this stuff happens, right? And so we did that. We talked about why, what causes acid reflux, and how cannabis can help root the cause of that, right? Mm -hmm. So if acid reflux is caused by inflammation, well, a lot of the times, it can be caused by a lot of things, but cannabis we know helps with inflammation. Smoking. So if you're having an issue, what, what's, what's that, the Jack? So smoking versus, like, uh, what do you, what's better? Tincture or uh, taking tinctures, edibles, is it vapes? Yeah, I, yeah, I, think, I think the edible... For a morning and night, high CBD long term is best. And I think um, for break, then you want to have something for like breakthrough pain. Like, you know, if, if all of a sudden like that's just not enough and you're, you eat something and it really messes you up for whatever reason, like you want to have like a vape or you want to have like a tincture that's one to one or high THC that will, you know, cover like that pain. That's kind of why you would have that. And, and, and if you already have the CBD, high CBD edible in you, then if you get a high THC vape, that kind of even creates that one-to-one -one ratio, right? Just the two together when they're in your system. So um, I would say that's how I would approach it. That's how I did approach it. That pain that I would get it was just like a, 
I don't know. It's just it's just a discomfort more than anything than a pain for me. That that's what it was for me. But it just it helped me. You know, the vape and and the cannabis just helped me not feel it anymore, and it kind of numbed it. Right. Perfect. Cool. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. So guys, check that yeah, stuff out. And yeah. And like I have not had heartburn in the longest time. I have not like ever since I've been using it. It you know in the beginning maybe like a week. At most, I had it after I was using cannabis, and then I never had it again. Like, and you know, tum just, to it, tum tum tums. Remember that commercial? <laughs> Man, I don't. I don't dum, yeah, exactly. Dum, dum, dum. Look at that. That's so damn iconic, and 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 it did such a good job of remembering. Like, I'm over here, and it's been like 20 years, and I'm like tum to tum tum tums. All you youngins listening, you probably have no idea what we're talking about. That's the tums commercial. So, yeah, <laughs> and they right. talk about heartburn yeah, those commercials uh, like they show the guy in the diner and he's like he oh i'm like getting chilly and he's like oh god let me get the tongue <laughs> dum to dum tum tum so yeah yep. that was back in yeah, the day man. no it's 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 marketing, uh you know hopefully best. i mean i haven't i haven't needed any over-the-counter medication in years i can't even remember the last time i've bought ibuprofen like it's it's been you know, since I started using cannabis, really, I guess it's been a few years now when I got my medical card, I should say. It right. wasn't my recreational card. It was my medical card that kind of did it. But Cool. Yeah. But that's all I got. Um, we got a lot of discussion we can always get into. And if you guys want to chat more casually and less science you can meet us over on the Relevant app. That's where we do that occasionally. Yep. And Check then us also out. we can do um, – we see us on – The link below. Jack, Relevant. Instagram. Link below. Uh, check out uh, that's where you could find us on relevant and then Instagram the cannabis C Gmail the cannabis C at gmail.com uh, Facebook the cannabis C and YouTube the cannabis connoisseur podcast is where you could find us guys uh, follow us subscribe rate us guys we need some reviews we haven't been reviewed in, well I mean we got we got a bunch of reviews on there but hey if you like the show rate it reviews hey and share it with a friend too a lot of action items here. But yeah, if you if you know somebody, I know a lot of people have asked me about the New York City law and I just I sent them the, the, the episode of the podcast where we talk we get into the law of New York State law with look, oh can, can I why can't I buy cannabis at the dispensary? It's like, yeah, you gotta just listen to the episode. But I, th- then they asked me to sum it up for them. But anyways, yeah, check out our episodes, guys. Share it with a friend. If you know somebody that has asked a reflex, share this episode, wanna help. So yeah, man, rock out.
Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hey friends, I'm Brandon and I'm Saba and we are your host of the Cannabis Hangout podcast, an educational platform to connect with the cannabis community and share personal stories while breaking the stigma of marijuana. Join us every Sunday at 7 p.m. to gain valuable insight with different perspectives from industry leaders, growers, and medical marijuana patients. This is a place to learn so much from different angles in the cannabis industry. So tune in while we break it all down.